Hey everyone, it's Dr. Jana with the Christ-Centered Holistic Health Podcast. Stay tuned for more biblical health education, encouraging interviews, and amazing testimonies for your good and God's glory. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to uh, my podcast and video blog. Um, I want to introduce you to my friend and client, Emily, today, who I've worked with for um, a few years, and we've worked completely long distance the entire time. And she's going to share her health journey with you. She's got quite a story, and I think it will be an encouragement to many. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Welcome, Emily. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Jana. Uh, <laughs> yes, my name is Emily. I'm 23 years old, and I currently live in Southern California. I started meeting with Dr. Jana online in July of 2022. And since I live in California, and I believed you moved to Wyoming during that time, we've only met online, but hopefully we'll meet in person one day. That would be super That's, cool. Yes, I would love that. So, um, Emily, will you give our tell our listeners um, how how we originally met, and then I'm just gonna let you take over and tell your story because I remember just how sick you were when we met. I remember our first conversation. I was revisiting our notes before we started uh, recording today, and I think it's just gonna be best to come from your mouth. If something comes to mind, I might interrupt you um, to recall some of those details and I'll get your notes here in front of me so that we can make sure we paint the whole picture because it really is a powerful story how sick you were so young and what God has done over the last few years. So if you wouldn't mind, I'll just let you start telling your story. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think I was very desperate during that time, uh, July, 2022. That's when I first met you and uh, before all of that, I actually went on a mission trip to Uganda in 2019. And after I came back, I got this chronic cough. I went to go see doctors and specialists, and they basically just told me I developed asthma and to take an allergy pill, to take my albuterol inhaler, to take my steroid inhaler if needed, and kind of just lived with it. And then in December of 2020, I got COVID pretty badly. It was kind of hard for me to recover from it. I was put on prednisone during that time, and I didn't feel like back to myself until probably a couple months after that, and that was going into 2021. So but it would be fair to say that even before that, you weren't feeling like yourself because you had basically fallen ill following your trip to Uganda in 2019. Is that right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, the allergy medication that they put me on, like it definitely helped, but there was still something lingering. Like I didn't feel right. Like I just felt like there was something missing. So yeah. And, sure. and I wanted to interject because I'm reading, I'm just trying to um, catch up on all your history. Prior to going to Uganda, you um, were recommended or maybe forced to get um, a yellow fever and typhoid um, shot and a tetanus booster. Is that correct? Yes, yes. I think uh, that's a significant piece of the history that we need to not ignore, right? Completely, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry to interrupt no, there. You're totally fine. Add all the pieces up. Okay, so you've got 
COVID, then um, December. So what was that? Like a little over a year later, it was really hard to recover like it was for many people. And then um, I have in my notes, you were doing breathing treatments. How often were you doing breathing treatments by then? Yeah. So I would go in as needed for breathing treatments. And then in August of 2021 is where like, I just got super sick, kind of came out of nowhere. I was completely desperate. I was calling my doctor. I was like, I need prednisone. Like, please give me this. Like I am not myself. I can't breathe. I can't sleep at night, like any of that. So that's when I was on prednisone just for a little under a week. And then right after I got off the prednisone, I was like in urgent care doing breathing treatments. Um, they were short of like nebulizers at the time too. So I had to go in until I got my nebulizer and they were telling me to do breathing treatments three times a day with albuterol. Yikes. And um, a lot of people don't realize that the breathing treatments, while necessary, if you can't breathe, you have to do that. That is an acute urgent situation. Fair enough. However, there are harsh consequences to any steroidal treatment, even one. And so people have to have to use this long-term or chronically even a few times, but especially if it's dozens and dozens and dozens of times, this destroys your gut, your adrenals, your immune system, et cetera, which then affects your hormones and creates a vicious cycle, adds insult to injury to what you were already suffering because nobody was ever going after the root causes by this point. Right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And after all of that, still on the breathing treatments for a few months, and I started to develop more symptoms, um, kind of close to 2022, I started getting uh, shooting pains, like nerve pain, um, having just digestive issues, um, fevers with chills, like even every week, every other week. Um, there were just so many different ones, like mouth ulcers, eczema, swollen lymph nodes. Like obviously my body was trying to tell me something. I had no idea what it was though. Yeah. And I have in my notes from our first visit. So I, I ask a lot of questions and try to get as many details as I can to try to paint a, a picture of what's going on and try to discern so that I can prayerfully help uh, gather the next best information that we need or give you the best advice. And I have in my notes that you had no energy. You also had pretty significant brain fog, if not severe, you can tell me, um, but your pain was keeping you awake at night. You couldn't go to yeah. the bathroom, but maybe two times a week. Yeah. Um, you had bloating, really bad stomach pains that would wake you up at night. Um, there were, uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah. You would get the shooting pains. You already mentioned that, but in, and you had so much going on that you couldn't exercise or really be active anymore. Is that right? Yeah. I couldn't live my, my normal life anymore. And yeah. it was super hard. And I obviously went to my PCP. I went to my doctors, they ran some blood work and they found that I had a positive ANA, a high rheumatoid arthritis factor. Uh, they later found that I had thyroid antibodies as well, but they couldn't fully diagnose me to an autoimmune disease. They basically told me to just keep repeating labs every few months. And if they raise, then they can treat me specifically. But at that point I was in so much pain that I just wanted something to help. And my doctor said the only thing that she could do for me was prescribe me prednisone or Cymbalta, 
for the rest of my life. And I was already on prednisone. I didn't like the side effects and I just figured there was going to be another way to do this. Yeah. And, and remind me, is it, is it fair to say or accurate to say that prior to that trip, prior to that initial sickness and those um, injections that you got, that you did not have any sign of autoimmune disease or shooting pains or this kind of tea, you are a normal, healthy 20 something year old. Completely. Yeah. I would say I wasn't healthy, (laughs) but I was going to the gym. I was running, like, you know, I was involved in so many things. Like I wasn't dealing with anything. Like my medical history was like perfect. (laughs) So it was kind of a wake up call for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember that. I remember just how sick you were. I remember, you know, with anybody, um, you know, I always go, okay, Lord, I'm going to need your help. Like I, you guys, you clients and patients, you keep me dependent on the Lord because I know that I need him to accurately advise you and encourage you. And every person that I take on is a huge commitment of time and, you know, energy and spiritual encouragement and things like that. So, um, but I do, I do remember the significance of your case when you came to me. Um, and so you get, you get this lab work, um, our, after our first visit, was it then that I was super suspicious of parasites already? Yeah, I'm pretty sure our first visit, you were, um, pretty confident expecting parasites. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting parasites, but I had no way to like identify the species. And then at what point, um, or actually remind me, you tell our listeners, I'm going to let you tell as much of the story because I'll probably screw it up <laughs> um, of what the journey was like, like where we went after the first visit. I know I was suspicious of parasites. So what did I recommend to you? You don't have to give like specific product names or anything. And I don't like to do that because other uh, people will often take someone else's plan and try to apply it and then not get results and then get upset. Um, but we were, we're trying to paint the general picture of did we go after parasites right away And then you did end up, um, we did end up getting labs um, that identified a specific parasite. So if you'll share a little bit more about that, that would be great. Yeah. So when I first met you, Dr. Jana, I was completely shocked at how hopeful and confident you were that there would be healing for my body. Um, I was just used to doctors telling me that it was all in my head, Um, but you believed me and you had empathy for me. And that was huge. Um, I was still skeptical because I've never done the natural route and, you know, a big worry for me is like, okay, well, this is a lot of money, you know, like, is this person just trying to take my money? Like, you know, I just, it's hard to trust, right. Especially when you've been burned by the medical community and, and let me say, um, that, that doesn't just happen in um, getting taken advantage of is it is a problem in in all business, but it's in all that. I mean, it's still in natural medicine. It's still in dentistry. It's in Western medicine. It's even in the surgical world. And um, sadly, um, you really have to be discerning about somebody that has integrity. And so I know it's an investment. I know there is a cost to it. I also know that a labor is worth their wages and that um, I've had to work through that, but just because I'm a Christian, I don't, I don't have to do everything for free. Like this is a for-profit practice, right? It is a business. Completely. My family eats too. And, 
pays for our healthcare and stuff. But all that to say, um, I also know that what you're investing in is, in is incredibly valuable and does not return void and that to the best of my ability, I'm going to advise you well. I'm going to get aggressive where we have to get aggressive. And um, but it's necessary. I don't know how else to get you better. You have to deal with what has to be dealt with because until it comes out of your body and goes away and then what's weak is restored, you can't heal. And you have lived that. Completely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All my fear is completely gone now, I will say. Um, but yeah, so when we first met, you uh, told me to do the paleo diet. Um, as well as some supplements and the paleo diet was honestly like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but uh, in our first meeting, you were like, okay, I want you to do paleo. So, you know, no gluten, no dairy, no sugar. And I was like, well, can I at least do sourdough bread? Like I heard people like, you know, gluten-free, they can do sourdough. Like I love sourdough. And you were like, yeah, only a few people can do that. And you're not going to be one of them. And I was like, okay. So that was, that was really hard. Um, and hard I need to tell you that too. I just yeah. want to say, <laughs> let me speak on this just a little bit because this comes up all the time, like probably half of my visits because there's so many people online teaching, um, moms, especially in the homeschool world or like, you know, the homemaker world, which is super honorable. I am such a fan of, of, of mothers taking care of their families and cooking at home, cooking from scratch and a traditional foods diet and incorporating uh, fermented foods or raw foods, raw fermented foods into their diet. However, um, people who are not literally caring for individuals, like with a physician's expertise on a day-to-day -day basis, walking people from sickness to health, they simply don't have the experience or wisdom maybe that I have in this area. And I don't mean that disrespectfully at all. But what I'm saying is that like 99% of people with a known thyroid issue and who are in the thick of autoimmune and ours was not suspicion, you had labs to prove it you can, grains are just a no, no period, no matter how fermented, how long fermented, how ancient the grain, it is going to, I've just seen the evidence. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what kind of research they're presenting. I have personally experienced and clinically experienced that it doesn't add up. And the people that want to do it usually waste a lot of time until they're still suffering and are frustrated or maybe even mad at me that they think it's not working as well as it should. And when they finally then will give it up, they can get more breakthrough. So I, which I think you're probably happy about now in, in yeah. hindsight, <laughs> I'm just gonna, if I know if you're spending money with me, I have to tell you the truth. And so even if it's, so thankful. Hard, yeah, even if it's hard, I have to, I have to encourage you to do what is necessary for you to heal and then remind you where your power comes from. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit and that you really can do all things through Christ who strengthens you and you did it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, while being sick, like I felt like I like lost all the things that I enjoyed, like, you know, going to the gym, working out, traveling, like just living a normal life. And then you telling me that I can't have like any of those foods. It was it was like, okay, like I have control over nothing. Um, but it really taught me that Jesus had to be like my ultimate comfort in this time. And I had to rely on him. And I would like never forget when you would pray with me and you would say like, you know, God, you have given us the spirit of self-control and like, we can do this like with your spirit. 
and I can be faithful in my supplements and my diet, like with God, like he is the giver of self-control. And that was, that was huge for me. And I just have to keep repeating that every hour, every day, like whenever those temptations would come with food and it was, it was very powerful to my healing. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like you can testify, like you did it. God did it. Right. That is, uh, that is a huge reason why I'm doing these videos and sharing testimonies from real life people. I can teach two hour webinars. I can do it every week of my life and encourage people. And it still is encouraging and all of that. But when they hear it from everyday people who have suffered, um, I see a huge problem in the church today and there's not enough talk about suffering and suffering well. And um, people who haven't been through certain things just don't understand. We can't relate to people who have not suffered in the way we have, right? Or we might go to, just like we might go to a church that's going to tickle our ears. We might go to a doctor or a health coach who's going to tell us what we want to hear. And we're going to waste a lot of money and time. And so um, (laughs) with all due respect, love actually tells the truth in a merciful way. Um, but sometimes with boldness and, and it scares me, it's not easy for me to do all the time, especially if somebody has a strong personality, but I'm so grateful to God for you entrusting in that and pressing into that because I don't think we would be recording this testimony today. Cause I don't think you would have gotten the results that you did had you not mm-hmm. trusted him for, through this fast. It's not a diet, right? It's not really truly, we might call it a paleo diet, but in fact, what you were really doing was fasting. Mm. You were inviting the Lord to bind your flesh. You were giving up those things that were causing destruction, seeking the Lord for further wisdom, for healing, pleading with him for breakthrough um, and trusting him for the timing for when we could add back in certain things, but willing to deny your flesh for the better. And the better was your health. Once you've lost what most people take for granted, it is a huge wake up call. Amen. And you are willing to do whatever it takes. And because I've lived through this, I can then look back and go, I'm just a few years ahead of her and on my own journey. And I'm not exempt from suffering or health trial just because of this calling God's given me. And therefore I can relate and I can pass on to you the comfort, encouragement, and wisdom that God has given me through the hardest, darkest seasons of my life. And you will be able to do the same for others. But Love tells the truth. And that's what we need um, to, that's what we need our churches need to start doing. That's what we need to start doing as friends. And that's what doctors need to start doing. Um, and if they don't know, we need to say, we don't know. Completely. And it, it was hard, but like I, looking back, I appreciate the truth, yeah. you know, not, not maybe the first few weeks I was like, man, I miss, I miss all my sweets and I miss, you know, dairy and all of this stuff. But now I'm like, wow. God, you were so good. Like, thank you, like for sustaining me through this. It was worth it. Completely. Yeah. And the goal is for you to have food freedom long term once again. So you're you're laying down the things that are destroying. Um, some some things might be forever like gluten, and you just didn't know your body was reacting. There might be a genetic component or something like that to it. But the goal is not to never be able to eat like fruits or any grains ever again. We want to bring in anything back in that your body can tolerate. And my job in the interim is then to coach you well so that you, we can heal and uh, advise you on the proper investments into your body health, the things to add or to give up and to put in and take out whatever. 
so that you can walk in that future food freedom and you can fellowship and you can have hospitality or go hang out with friends and family or your husband or your kids and cook for your family with a lot more freedom and have a healthy gut so that when you have a baby growing inside of your belly, you're passing on a healthy microbiome and you're not passing on uh, um, an autoimmune, basically all that stuff that's raging in our bodies when we get pregnant, it, it does pass on and people don't want to believe it through our womb, through our placenta and through our breast milk to make that mention. So in a way, God has spared you from a lot of future pain in you yeah. dealing with this while you're really young. Okay. So yes. sorry about the tangents. Love it. Okay. So let's circle back. Let's see, where were you? Um, so are you were sharing like what your initial plan looked like, the things you gave up, how God strengthened you as you fasted through paleo and all that stuff. So I'll let you pick up where we left off. Yeah. So about a month into my protocol, uh, my asthma got significantly better. Uh, so much so that I was off my daily allergy pill that I was so reliant upon and I didn't really do any breathing treatments, like didn't eat my inhaler. I'd always carry it with me, you know, just in case, but honestly, I barely had to use it since. So that was a big win. Um, but there was still a lot of work that needed to happen. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. The first five months were really hard. Uh, I wasn't used to eating anything near paleo and I wasn't used to taking multiple pills a day, but I was kind of like hoping for faster results. Um, but the Lord taught me patience and long suffering during that time. And I remember, uh, talking to a few friends who, um, have autoimmune and they treat their autoimmune naturally. And they said, just keep pushing through in about six to eight months. You'll feel a lot better. Like just keep pushing through. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad I did. Cause I started to see breakthrough. Men. And what did, what were your expectations? Like after we, or maybe before we met or after our first appointment, whatever is relative to you, like what were your initial expectations or goals? Like, what were you hoping for? Or what were you afraid of? Like, you guys, you kind of shared what you were afraid of, like that you were going to waste all this money or that I was taking advantage of you or that it wouldn't work, which are, I mean, I think most people feel that way. That's really reasonable. Yeah, completely. Honestly, I didn't have very high expectations. I was just like, well, natural at least won't hurt. So maybe it'll help a little bit. So that's where I was kind of at. I didn't think I would have like a full healing with natural, but I was like, well, it won't hurt. So we might as well just try it and see if I get a little bit more energy or, you know, just little and things like that. <laughs> and then what you could like patch up the pieces with drugs thereafter, like whatever. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I love this. Be honest. That's what I want. I want the whole truth and the honesty and everything. It's no secret that Dr. Jana loves advanced TRS, but some have asked what exactly is TRS? TRS is a nano zeolite spray that facilitates some amazing things. TRS does not heal anything, but it gently clears the body of toxins and heavy metals so the body can heal itself exactly as God designed it to do. If you know Dr. Jana, her approach to healing is all about getting to the root causes and clearing inter interferences from the body versus using band-aids and managing symptoms. High quality supplements and individual remedies can help, but they cannot help as effectively as they claim until you remove interferences that cause inflammation and disease and block absorption. 
Detoxing chemical toxins and heavy metals and breaking up biofilms is foundational to good health. TRS is extremely safe for all ages, from young children to the elderly. Advanced TRS is truly an answered prayer and gift from God to Dr. Jana and her family personally, and has likewise helped many of her patients and clients receive breakthrough where they once were stuck. For more information, go to the store tab at drjana.com and drop down to Kosova. Again, you can go to drjana.com, that's D-R-J-A-N-A.com, click the store tab and drop down to Kosova for more information. So, um, okay, so you're, you started to get breakthrough maybe six to eight months in or after five months or something like that. And then at what point did we get the labs that identified the parasite? Do you by chance remember what species, what your, what kind of parasite you had? It was a microscopic parasite, right? Yes. Um, I could, I could try to say it, but I might, um, butcher it up, but yeah. So about two months in with working with you, I, got really sick. Like my GI issues flared up like crazy. I lost almost 20 pounds in a month, which was very scary, like for my size. And, um, I ended up getting lab work and testing done and they found out that I had a parasite and they also found out that I had microscopic colitis. Uh, the parasite was called like Dientomoeba fragilis, something like that along the lines. But yeah, it was a very like rare parasite to have. Um, and we and were already the end of that name, the blah, 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 amoeba. So that's a protozoan parasite, a microscopic parasite. And the application uh, to work on that is different than if it's like worms or flukes. So that was like a really um, helpful piece of information. We were already going after parasites, but then I had way more confidence in getting more aggressive in, a, in uh, narrowing our path to target it, to get you the rest of the way better. So um, anyway, keep on. Yeah. Once you found, like, once we found out the, like the parasite, uh, we were able to fine tune just a few supplements that I had. And a few months into that, like I started to feel better. Like people would ask me like, how are you feeling? And I would say, you know, I'm like 60% better. And then a few more months after that, people are like, oh, how are you feeling? I'm like, you know, I'm feeling like 80% better. And it's so crazy. Like a year and a half later, still doing the supplements, uh, still doing the paleo, uh, specialists are telling me that like, I'm in remission and they even agree, like, keep doing what you're doing because this is great. So yeah. So were they, what was their response? Because, um, that was really, that was a huge encouragement and a blessing, I believe from the Lord that you were actually supported by, um, medical practitioners, like they were kind of stumped, but just said, whatever, it's working. Am I correct in, in how I'm saying this? But it paraphrasing that uh, whatever you're doing, it's working and just keep on doing it. Is that? Yeah. And they would even, um, you know, before they didn't do this, but now that I kind of told them I was on supplements, they would say, oh, well, are you taking this? Are you taking that? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, good. You know, so they, there was even like a little bit of that confirmation too. So that was really cool. And I'm just, I'm so encouraged. Like even the conventional doctors were like, wow, like you're doing great, you know? <laughs> and so um, they said you're in remission. Did, was there follow-up lab work? I can't remember that proved that your RA and ANA and all those things and your liver enzymes were all under control now. Liver enzymes are under control. Um, ANA went down a little bit and then RA went down a little bit. 
So I'm, I'm super thankful. Like I'm feeling a lot better. I will take it. Like my body's telling me that I am healing and yeah. And here we are. So we're about four and a half months into the journey, not since I've worked with you, but since you initially basically went on that trip and got the original vaccines. And then two months later went to Uganda and fell, um, your health took a turn for the worse, I guess. Fair enough. So about four and a half years ago, this all began. Um, we started working together a year and a half ago, right? July of 2020 or September, whatever it was in 2022, uh, summer to fall of 2022. And you've come a long way. So how much would you say you're better now? Would you say you're hundred percent better, 90% better? You know, honestly, I would say like I'm about 90% better um, after the parasites and all of that, you know, we, we did find some other things as long as, you know, as far as my thyroid and um, all of that. So even just looking at my thyroid labs and saying, Hey, Dr. Jana, like, what should I do? And, you know, you put me on a couple supplements and I'm like four months into those supplements. And I'm like, wow, like I feel so much better. Like I'm not losing any hair, like my skin's better, like sleep, all of that. So I'm, I'm so thankful. Like, you know, I don't know, like if I can say like, I'm a hundred percent better, but I feel tremendously better. And I had just have so much hope that God's just going to continue to heal me. Yes. Amen. And I don't know, I guess after working with so many people for so long, being on my person, you know, I'm 44 years old now. So I've done, I've dealt with all kinds of stuff long before I got into natural medicine, which is what led me here in the first place. And then going through all the years of school and then almost uh, in my 17th year of professional practice, I don't know if there's hundred percent this side of heaven. And I don't know that there's supposed to be right. Because in this world, there will be tribulation and, um, but we can get to a place where we feel like our health is really strong and stable and, but maybe there is a little bit of room for improvement. Um, but we're also, we're aging. We're always going to be exposed to different infections and toxins. Some of these things are very intentionally put out into the world and other things we just don't have control over. We can make wiser decisions, but at the end of the day, like if this is as good as it gets, you can live again and you can Intent. yeah, <laughs> and function. And I praise God for that as well with you. Um, Will you remind me, um, I didn't go through all of our different visits and all of our notes. So what were all the different things like to summarize that we found wrong? So we have parasites for sure, obviously those initial labs. And then a few months ago we started, um, we found thyroid and, and started addressing that. And that was an, a significant breakthrough. Was there anything else in those in-between times that we addressed or specifically worked on? I can't remember. I'm just trying to paint the picture of what the whole thing looked yeah. like so many people, they feel super sick, but they can't, they just don't really comprehend what the different layers can be in different people with similar presentations. So what I'm trying to make clear is this is why we go after root causes because 20 other patients or 500 other patients with rheumatoid arthritis or raging autoimmune symptoms, for example, or fibromyalgia will not have the same root causes. Not everyone with autoimmune has parasites, although it's quite common, but it could be a completely different kind of parasite, worms or something, or it could be bacterial and fungal in nature. Like the list is endless of the combinations that it could be. There could be mold, whatever. So what was it in your, um, what were the other things that were significant pieces of the puzzle? Or was there anything else? Was it primarily just all of that gut stuff? And yeah. then obviously if you, we were dealing with uh, colitis and, um, all these digestive issues. We also were 
inadvertently addressing leaky gut, intestinal permeability, dysbiosis, um, anything else that comes to mind? Yeah, completely. I feel like my symptoms were kind of all over the place. Um, you know, so thyroid, autoimmune gut, like even just fatigue and energy, like that's improved significantly. And, you know, I started to notice a little bit of a dip in my energy. And then that's when we found the, the thyroid issues. And then once we figured out that, like I'm on these supplements and I'm feeling like energized and great. And like, I didn't realize that I could have this much energy. Like this is normal. Like I forgot what my normal was. You do forget what normal is and you, you start praising God for 10% and 20% and 30% as we should, because then it, it does make you grateful for your health or for any amount of, of blessing or favor or healing that the Lord gives you after going through something like this. And it, it puts things into perspective, right? It gives you a lot more gratitude and um, count yourself blessed because um, any trial of life that makes you truly dependent on the Lord, you are the more blessed one. Completely. Yeah. Um, I remember like we had an appointment before we treated my thyroid and, you know, you asked me my energy level and I was like, I think it's like a nine. And then, you know, when we treated my thyroid, I like looked back and I was like, you know what? I actually wasn't at a nine. I was probably like at a four, like this is me at like a nine or a 10. So it's just, it's so encouraging. Like, you know, you almost forget like what normal is. And it's just so nice to even taste that. Amen. Yes. So, um, I, another thing I wanted to, to point out, cause you have said like, I was on all these supplements and I'm still on all these supplements, but your plan has looked different since we started, right? We keep modifying as we go. A lot of times people want to just send a quick message and be like, I have this, this, and this, tell me what to take. Like it does not work like that. Amen. So we're having our follow-ups at whatever increments, depending at what on what stage you are in your healthcare, and it gets less frequent as you heal, and and it just gets out to as needed. Um, and so, um, your has your has your particular plan changed significantly from the beginning, or are a lot of things the same with just some a few fine-tuning things, or just a few thyroid additions? R remind me, I don't remember. Yeah, I would say. Um it changed a little bit as far as my supplements. And then I would say once we figured out the parasite and then the thyroid, then it's just a little bit of fine tuning. Uh, the paleo, I I'm still paleo. Um, I found that's just the best for me. I mean, I'll still eat fruit. I did talk to you. I'm like, Hey, can I maybe try to eat like some potatoes and see how that reacts? And, you know, I eat potatoes, not, not every day, but I'll eat some and I'm like, okay, I can handle this. So um, and you know, my body's different from other people, but I found that paleo just works best as far as like anti-inflammatory. Yes. Amen. My, my body loves more of a paleo or paleo plus rice for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I have to, I have to be strict gluten-free. My body hates it. And no matter how well I get it, just, it's, I don't think it's ever coming back and that's okay with me. Um, <clears throat> but people who are prone to inflammation, maybe genetically, or just have got their, their body's been just partially attacked by a past infection or infections or vaccine injuries or whatever might have been the case in the lump sum of their history. Um, the gut lining was just so destroyed or the immune system under so much attack for a long time that <clears throat> it takes time to heal and keep that inflammation under control. And so many grains are so altered or soaked in pesticide in, to a level that most people don't want to believe 
um, or especially the gluten gliadin grains there the levels are so high that the attack on the body is just so great everybody would do better to reduce <laughs> or most people eliminate gluten in their diet uh, without a doubt and then but you will inadvertently decrease your glycemic or sugar type of load in your system at the same time which is every bit of carbohydrate especially the bad ones is feeding infection in the body be it parasites bacterial overgrowth fungal overgrowth, mold, whatever. Yeah, so, I completely agree. That out, you're starving the enemy, the thing that's attacking you, the thing that's holding you back, the weight that so easily ensnares and keeps you in bondage, amen? Amen, and it's gotten easier. Like, I don't yeah. crave the unhealthy foods. Like, you know, I might have a craving here and there, but honestly, like the self-control has gotten so much easier. Like God has really strengthened that. Yeah, so you learn, you have learned to walk in the, in the power of the spirit, like day to day, which is going to benefit you for whatever trials are going to come. Cause they're going to come, there's going to be different and future trials in life. Right. Um, the days are evil. There's a lot of things that's surrounding us. And so to have that sober mind, even from like food and the things that cause brain fog and the inability to focus, or you just want to be like lazy and sluggish and make poor decisions because you just so tired, you can't handle it all of these things matter and I think are a part of being uh, uh, sober and alert and um, having your guard up and being ready in season and out, right? Amen. Yeah. So, okay. Now let's, so let's just give God all the glory here. So we know how long you've been on the journey. We have your um, history there, what God's done, kind of where your status is today. So um, what was, was there anything really significant that impacted you or that was a key to like succeeding or holding your results or anything like that. And then I want to know how this has impacted your walk and relationship with the Lord and how maybe you've been able to minister to others or pass on hope to others or just anything else that you can tell us that glorifies the Lord. Yeah. So going into treatments with Dr. Jana, I never thought how much my healing journey would be spiritual. I give glory to God that he used people like you, Dr. Jana, to heal me. He not only healed me, but he taught me so many things, like I mentioned earlier, such as patience, long-suffering, hope, faith, and then especially self-control being one of the biggest ones. And uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And that was one of the verses that it would just ring in my head. Like God would remind me he has given you a spirit of self-control, not a fear. Like you got this, you know, and, um, ever since working with Dr. Jana, I've had a hunger to learn more about healing the body holistically. Honestly, if I could go back and change my degree, I totally would. But, um, the knowledge that I have acquired, uh, physically and spiritually has allowed me to minister to others who are going through health issues as well. Yeah. And, um, in 2 Corinthians 2, 3 through 4, it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. And, you know, you, Dr. Janet, have your own health story. And, you know, you allowed God to be your comfort so that you can comfort people like me. And then I'm allowing God to be my comfort and then I can help comfort other people. So 
you know, I never thought I'd be able to say this, but I am so thankful that God has allowed me to go through this sickness. Um, he has refined me. He has shown me his power. And he has also allowed me to have empathy to others who are sick or have chronic illness. When you say, um, I, 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 that's exactly how I see it. And like, I feel like I am not anything compared to Paul. So hear me when I say that, but in a way I feel like Paul to little Timothy, um, <clears throat> cause I think you're young enough to be my daughter. <laughs> and I want to say like, don't let anyone despise you because you're young, Emily, number one. And number two, like God allowed me to go through my trials and sufferings and persecutions and all these different things. And then I get to hand off the baton to you and in talking to you and letting, hearing this in your own words, I'm like, this is someone who gets it. She gets it and she's young and she's got so much life ahead of her potentially, you know, and um, I can't wait to see what God's going to do with you. And it is, it's just, a, it's a gift that truly does keep on giving. And I don't ever want someone to like praise me, over praise me and worship me or any of that stuff, like give the glory to God and keep passing it on because this is the stuff that changes lives. Like people are going to see <clears throat> the change in you. No one can take away your testimony. No one can take away your story. It's the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? That's um, that's our overcoming power and, and a, a gift that we get to share and to glorify God with. And it packs so much punch and it will change lives and God will use this. And I can look back at different seasons of my life and I can thank him for the suffering because I know that I would not have the tenacity or the wisdom or the boldness or the courage or the freedom from people pleasing or all of those different things. I mean, I've been in bondage. To, I, I would say I've been in bondage to like every level, everything that the world could offer at different seasons of my life. And so you do just gain a maturity and eternal gifts that they just don't come any other way. They're not just like, impart, some things are imparted to us, right? There are some things that are just the spiritual gifts that no one can take away from us. But there's these other eternal spiritual blessings that are gained through um, the school of hard knocks. So the suffering, the trials, the pressing through and running your race with perseverance and throwing off those weights that so easily ensnare us. And most people want to think of like pornography or drugs or, you know, the more hardcore ugly drugs. But let's be honest, like pride or a lack of self-control or just even dappling in the things that are a little bit people would consider gray areas in the word or something like that. It's not worth it. Like the more that you desire to walk in sanctification and allow the God, allow God to purify you and walk in self-control to really be set apart to where your life really does look different and people see something different in you. There will be people that will hate you and exclude you for that, but it will draw people to the kingdom of God. And for that, just like Paul did, you can praise people for those hard years and that suffering. Completely. I'm, I'm so thankful. Like, you know, before this whole healing journey, I was sick. I was in pain. I was hopeless. Um, and when you're in sick, like when you're sick and you're in pain, it's like a very lonely place. And, you know, I'm honored that God has like allowed me to meet you and just your encouragement. And like, you always pointing me to the Lord in this, like, has brought me hope. And now I get to bring that hope to other people who are sick and hopeless because being sick can feel very hopeless. Yes, it does. And it is, it can be very isolating, especially when you 
look healthy and beautiful on the outside because I look at you and I go, she just looks so pretty and healthy. And I can only imagine that that, at least it was for me in my younger years. I'm not saying like I was so beautiful or anything like that, but I'm just saying I looked fit. I was a fitness instructor. I looked the part, but I was suffering on so many levels inside in different seasons of my life. And so people couldn't physically see it or they didn't believe me. And so I felt very misunderstood. And I can only imagine that had to be a part of your story, right? Completely. Completely. Even even now doing the diet, people are like, why do you have to do that? You know, it's like, well, there's a reason. (laughs) And it's not a have to. It's, I have gleaned wisdom that actually keeps my temple functioning well so that I can use this body to the glory of God. And I can walk around uh, with energy and clarity and resisting the devil and encouraging people and loving them and not having social anxiety and going out there and, um, you know, being able to, um, do good works and, and let your father in heaven be glorified through it. Right. Not striving, not earning our salvation, nothing like that, but faith without works is dead. We're in a current Bible study in James. So it's really fresh in my head, but, <laughs> but it's true. And so we are called to good works that, that God might be glorified and you can't, there's no way you can say that you're not more able to do that with the health that God has redeemed in you, right? I mean, I've, I've lived it. I know it. Um, and um, what else was I going to say? Oh, one more thing. Would you, would you not say, because I can, this is a huge piece of my testimony and I hear this all the time, but you have a compassion that you couldn't have gained any other way, kind of like the scripture that you shared, but don't you see those people on the outskirts who are suffering now? Like you can almost see it and feel it in people in a way you couldn't before. Completely. And I'm able to um, go to them because, you know, when you are going through something like a sickness and you feel lonely, you feel isolated, you feel like nobody understands you. And because God has allowed me to go through this, I can go to those people and I can talk to them. I can minister to them. I can give them hope. You know, they'll understand that, you know, they're not alone because they have God, but then they also have people around them who've gone through similar things and we get to do this together. Right. And you get to give, you get to give hope to people who need hope. And I love it. I just, I could talk to you all day. This has been such a joy. Um, Is there anything else that was on your heart to share? I think I've like picked your brain about everything I can think of today. And I love that you shared some scriptures that were very personal to you um, because this, this is what it does change lives. And we are all part of the body. We all have a role to play. And in just this little world of your health journey, um, God's using you and he's using this and he's working all things together for good. It's not just a coffee cup scripture. It's real. But the end of that story is not God works all things together for good. It's to those who are called and who love him. Amen. So if we don't believe in our heart, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that he rose again on the third day, that promise isn't for them. It's just not, I am not being mean. It's not, but you love him. You've glorified him with your body. You've surrendered your health to him. You bent your knee to him in the time of suffering and he has honored it. And I am so grateful and honored to share your story today. Thank you. I'm, I'm honestly just beyond thankful and thank you for allowing me to come on and share. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. I'm sure it will inspire 
many, and I look forward to um, just to knowing you in the years to come. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about my practice, check out my website, drjana.com. That's D-R-J-A-N-A.com. And if you know someone today's episode could encourage, pray for them and consider sharing this episode. See you next time.